0: special edition of Bite High No Limit. This is really part two of the um, Teletech Sofa Club live broadcast that took place in Harrow and this is the Teletech Sofa Club's reportage of actually what happened. So there's a bit of behind the scenes chat and um, really interesting discussions with uh, Jason Robertson and Jamie Nemeth. So um, without any further ado let's get straight into the show.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Teletech Sofa Club Live. It is the 18th of August, 2023, and my name is v No, it isn't really. Hello, everybody. This is Dan, but you, you do see a star of Chunky Fringe on the screen right now. Yes, v was there, staring menacingly out of the window as everybody joined, as everybody visited the Chunky Fringe Festival. I think it was two weeks ago now hold on let me get the information up for you now here and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight the show will be starting for real in about five minutes and carl well you can see that this is carlos's camera here he's going to be here with me oh in fact who's this coming now who's that in the background huh Hello, there! He is in the background, right on cue. He's he's getting his Nigerian Fanta. We we would assume. <laughs> ah, right, so hopefully we'll be having some more guests tonight. Well, it, we've shed some light on Vberts now. Isn't that wonderful? So let's have a look. Here, we need to make sure that. Hello, Chims Fan Twelve Forty Three. And welcome to the stream. Uh, we need to make sure that people on old Twitter, etc., or X, whatever it's called these days, can jump on. And um... oh, hello, Carl. Oh la, you're welcome right. Back. Yes. Oh, oh it's, it's
0: me. Fun. Hey, look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh. We got the same Taylor. <laughs> the back
1: high no limit twins. Hey, <laughs> only our mum can tell us apart. <laughs> excellent oh. so yes um that was vbert start of chunky fringe yes uh, retro pixel says hello me old mucker." hello <laughs> Retropixels. hello retro pixels all right retro Pixlers, how are you all today uh, ben. well
0: i'm um I, i'm gonna go on uh let me see do i go on the discords and read those messages or do i go on the youtubes and read uh, thems
1: that's a good point i need to get the discord messages and the youtube messages up so that's why that's why we come on early ladies and gentlemen so we can make sure that everything is set up ready so there we go yeah i do have youtube chat here mr clown is here he says look at them shirts just look at them just look, look at, them at them disappearing into the background
0: hello mr clown hello mr f clown very very uh good to speak to you again or 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 asynchronously converse with you again
1: by the internet
0: via the via the magic of the internet
1: by satellites yes actually, yeah yeah yeah
0: that's all, all very good
1: so you, do you not mind just giving a brief introduction here before we start so I can post on X about this
0: okay well Good evening, everybody from the United Kingdom, where we are now doing another sofa club, Teletech Sofa Club, with the man with the most, Dan Farramond, and myself, the goods in the back, Carl. <laughs> um, uh, yep, and uh Dan is posting on X at the moment. It's a brand new um it's a brand new uh social platform. It's really good, it's run by some philanthropist uh chap. Um, it's a bit like threads. And uh, tonight, we shall be, hopefully, fingers crossed, have some special guests as well. We should hopefully be joined by Jamie and Jason, but more on that to follow. Uh, who have we got in the chat there, uh, Dan?
1: Well, we do have Mr. FT Clown. FT Clown. Uh, retro, retro Pixels, they're taking over the stream tonight. Fashionably green shirts, says Mr. Clown. I need one of those.
0: Right. Okay, well, if you um let us know your 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 size, but however you you do it, I mean that's, uh, these are these these are large,
1: They're large,
0: aren't
1: they? Yeah. yeah, is that a euphemism? Say, is that a euphemism? I said. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Um, might be, <laughs> might be, but everyone's bigger in the United States, aren't they? They're like land of the giants so yeah. we're all like pipsqueaks here so yeah we're all limies we've got villain in seed deficiency over here they're all peter crouch yeah <laughs> yeah or isle of man flags yeah yeah that's it uh yeah excellent right let's have a look then because i'm gonna now um a bit of um insider gossip before we i've got the audacity that's got my podcast hello jamie um i've got the Podcast in the final edit on behind this, so I don't want to touch any icons in case I start recording over it. So I'll be using my phone.
1: Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, well, um, oh, it's it's just reminded me that Surface Love is about to start. My computer reminded me.
0: It's amazing what they do these days.
1: I forgot about that until it told me.
0: All right, I, let me just find our fellow discordians and say hello. Uh
1: Chums fan says twenty-five years of girls allowed cover of jump. Oh jump, jump for love.
0: Is that 20, um twenty-five years? Is that Van Halen cover, isn't it?
1: That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah.
0: Old Eddie Van Halen. Jump
1: for my no jump for my love. Sorry. It was slightly obscured. Ah. Oh. My uh chat there. Jump for my love. Is it the point of sisters? Originally did that. How does, where does the melody go? Jump. Oh, my love, jump in and feel my touch. You know do, that. Do, 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 this do, 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 is in the, the night, then.
0: Yeah, it might be pointless, sisters. Not sure, though.
1: Welcome to Teletech's Selfie Club Karaoke Edition.
0: <laughs> Not for long. Right, let's have a look here. Let's see what's going on. Let's watch the out-of-sync bit of us
1: out of sync yeah just like
0: uh, out of uh, sync it came from the sink. sink the green blob <laughs> sorry peter's i Pe- i'm just reading the comments on this peter Quan's <laughs> coming he's missing the arches for this <laughs> sorry mate <laughs> it's not going to get much better do 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 oh very nice oh hello crikey there i am look hey oh look oh you look so
1: handsome Carl.
0: Thank you. All more Fanta.
1: The Phantom Fanta. <laughs> yeah, so you are just seeing a slideshow of stuff from Chunky Fringe, courtesy many, many different viewers of the Sofa Club. Thank you very much to the photographers. <laughs> there's <laughs> Vbert. Oh,
0: Tammy took that, I think. Oh, look, there's Steve Horsley and uh, Jason Robertson older there's ZX Spectrum running the old uh teletext there and that will be the cockpit from jamie's uh area oh from... that, that that was the technician from mrg he kept coming in and rearranging my set oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: there we go and i know, see it yeah i just got more notifications telling me that software club has started see i'm i'm so organized aren't i so organized right <clears throat> we'll stop that for now because we'll do the formal introduction thingy all right welcome everybody and welcome to this latest teletech sofa Club. tonight we're going to have a chunky fringe retrospective now you might be asking what is this chunky fringe thingy magic well at herawat center on the 29th of july 2023 we had A special event where Teletext people could meet up and discuss Teletext, show off some of their tech and just generally be together in the same room, which is which is what I have to say is one of the best things about the Teletext community. And um, joining me tonight, we have my co-host on the Teletext Software Club, my general co-host. My fantastic co-host, the back I no limit man himself, Carlos Atreld. Hello, Carlos.
0: Good evening, Dan. Thanks very much for having me on.
1: Ah, that's no problem. Uh, You say thank you to me as if you're not my co-host or something.
0: Oh, no, it's fine. No, I, I, you know, hi, mate. Ah,
2: There we go. (laughs) Yes, that's it.
1: We'll do that again. Joining me is my co-host he's just he's just as important as i am
0: yep thank you very much for having me on I mean, oh yeah Yeah! Yeah! hey yeah, yeah, hey how's it going man <laughs> high five yeah Love yeah it. yo <laughs> yo yo man that's it cool cool um bit dis- first disappointment of the night can we get it out of the way all right might sure. have a bit might have a bit of fanta chat tonight oh. um but i don't have any fanta in the house so i've got something else orange i've got water oh, i've got iron brew.
1: Oh right, okay. That's mm. you could have just pretended it was Fanta.
0: What, this what, is so Moorish. I think I'll drink a whole two-litre bottle of this. Lovely.
1: You're making me want some. It's I mean, um
0: in a Guinness glass as well, which is always.
1: Does that um, make it nicer? You
0: know, iron brew.
1: There we go. Iron brew, excellent.
0: I'm brew. That's it. Yeah, no, it's cool. So um, that's orange anyway. It's the only orange beverage I could find in in the house.
1: Well, there you go. I don't think I have any orange beverages, Hmm.
0: unfortunately. Does anyone else have any orange beverages in the chat? They might want to come in and tell us all about what orange beverages they've got.
1: Please do, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's no. that the real topic tonight, orange beverages. Orange beverages. So hello to everybody in the chat. We've got Sarah Burgess down in Discord. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. We've got, got RetroPixels, who says, Shorts, YouTube Shorts. Shorts. <laughs> shorts. shorts. The difference between shirts and shorts. Shorts. Who knows? Shorts. Shorts. Wearing your shorts. We've got Fan, and we've got mr clown fashionably green shirts i need me one of those mm-hmm. we've got peter Kwanda and nathan dane so mr clown says i've got the purple stuff ah Sunny d <laughs> purple stuff
0: purple stuff he's it's thrown us a curveball isn't he is that purple Sunny d
1: now yes, you can get purple sunny D the black currant flavor,
0: oh, of course, yeah, black currant one yeah, but sunny did like, I always think of as like um orange,
1: yeah, me too to be fair, me too, mm. I, I think it's black currant is one of the rarer flavors that you have to collect it's one in one hundred mm. where <laughs> and then you've got the super super rare stuff, which is like the Guinness flavor, which is oh, one don't, yeah. um at the uh
0: at the at the digitizer show on the second night uh picolini willie was doing his um cocktails and he made a picolini and guinness cocktail
1: oh right okay that's curious curious yeah
0: some contestants had to drink it
1: oh god
0: uh yeah so that that
1: that that followed with some
0: hilarity so yeah that's quite good
1: (laughs) oh that sounds nasty well I don't know how much we can talk about the Digitizer Live. Sorry, I should mention that Trinky Fringe was part of a wider show organized by Mr. Biffo and the Digitizer team. Digitizer Live, the 30th anniversary edition. And Trinky Fringe was a sort of, well, it's the Fringe show, like Edinburgh Fringe. And the, the more hardcore teletextists join in with that, like me, you, and the people watching out there tonight. Hello, everybody.
0: Yeah, it was great. It was um, so like the format was that over two evenings, uh, Mr. Biffo Paul Rose would had two separate shows. So on the Friday, he had one more of an introspective about his career and how it all built up over um, uh, from his origins at Teletext Limited, and um, it was some really nice, interesting um, things in there that we'll touch upon um, throughout the course of this evening. And then the second uh, night, it was like it was just like taking a trip, really. For for (laughs) it was like a completely, it was it was pantomime on acid. That's that's the only way I could describe it. But it was absolutely brilliant in its own special way. It was more based on his characters that he developed when he moved
1: onto the internet. Right. And um, yeah, you say it was like a pantomime. So in that way, was Chunky Fringe like a pantomime? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes it was a uh nerd of mine no it was a it was just it was just really good what was nice about it was that um it was just so um it was so interactive and passive um whereas like you know when we we held certain uh get-togethers before um uh, but because they're at a museum for computing and all that, it's sort of like um, you've pre-selected the people that are going to walk in, you know, they a lot of people know what they're going to be seeing or knowing what they're looking at straight away. Whereas with this one, it was more the, the, you know, from from what I saw limited, you know, because I was in the boiler house uh, doing doing the show. Um, it, it looked more sort of like a uh, curious and interactive. Also it helped uh, that the merch stall for digitizer was set up so Paul Rose and Sonia and um, and uh, Gannon as well were selling their merch. So there's a big long queue and everybody had to queue past all our exhibits so they couldn't help but use the super nintendo with a camera and um all of um all, all, all of alistair's stuff and all of jason's stuff and there's also a guy there who had um a game set up as well and i never got to see him
1: but i don't know too much about that yeah i've actually just followed him on x earlier today incidentally x yeah i'm so glad that they've changed the name because it feels like every time we're using the app we feel so welcomed because elon musk is blowing as a kiss
0: yes he's blowing something i mean a lot of money yeah no it's um probably not the best time to um buy twitter blue to try and get more telesex reach out there is it when everybody hates the platform but but there you go it's just one of them things it's uh, what i've decided to do for a bit of a laugh it hasn't made much difference though to be fair um you know if anyone else is thinking of taking a plunge it's sort of like um I don't know what benefits it really gives me to be fair i think i think people have probably blocked me for for having uh having a tick to be fair
1: oh well it's still early days you don't know what might happen yet we'll see hmm. what happens you, you need to give it some more time to test it out and see what the x the x twitter community is like these days i have noticed that quite a lot of people have disappeared though because um i remember twitter used to be the main hub that we had for this live stream basically and now a lot of those people have gone to other platforms so hopefully they're still able to find the stream so Mm. so it's a pity that all these communities are now going to be spread out all over the place and they're going to be harder to reach and Mm. you know how people used to have a website well people link to social media these days and everybody is going to have a different base of operations on social media
0: yeah i don't know really where where it's all gonna end up maybe we'll all end up with our own blogs again and people will just come and find us rather than um, us going to seek it out but you know for, for for media and things like that you know the the media people are still on x because it's just too much hard work to go anywhere else
1: that is true yeah absolutely and uh, i'm still using x until there's probably something better but we'll see um as long as you can find the teletext that's fine
0: yeah um incidentally there is a podcast that's already out by the um what's wrong with wolfie uh they've done their digitizer special as well which so i do recommend that people go along and listen to that as well because there's extra interviews from people um that were there you know that that they got in the car park they 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 had a few minutes with me (laughs) um they had um chris bell and um and Jer, Jer, was it jordan who does the music yeah uh yeah uh, him as well and um also the amazing cliff um so it's really really good there so yeah go and check out the what's wrong with wolfie podcast and uh luckily enough they were the they were my first guests on the sofa club oh, so it oh, was nice. uh yeah so nice bit of
1: cross promotion x two people who were at the event were nathan dain and guesser who are here in the Discord, so hello, hello to you, and guesser is currently at a Steam event, so he, he says, is. nothing much to report yet, Couple of the couple of the organs have struck up in the last hour or so, and these sausage and chips from the van next door to the mo- model exhibit hall are quite nice. Excellent.
0: We're joined by guests tonight, aren't we? Have we got anybody coming in tonight to say hello to
1: us? um yes we've got mr jamie namath who might be joining us soon i don't know if he's having troubles getting in at the moment so um Mm but he'll be with us soon and also the grim fandango himself the personification of grim fandango mr jason robertson it'll be great to have him back now i i've got to say that the last time he was on was a really fun show and it's what I think. It's the most popular sofa club that we've done with four hundred views. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. The nightmare begins. The end of Oracle and the start of teletext. So, I'm I'm very sorry, Jamie. I, I thought you've been having problems getting in, but apparently, you, oh, he's here. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I'm so sorry. He looks fed a, up.
2: I, no, I'm usually... fed up. I, I was just I'm sorry. I, I, was, I was doing the professional thing. I was waiting to, you know. Oh no! And I thought, oh, I'll just, I'll just wait in the waiting room. That's cool. I'm, I'm looking at live preview, and it's like, you know, yeah, that's okay. That's, I'll, I'll, I'll I, I was just enjoying listening. I'll
1: give you a formal introduction, Jamie. So joining <laughs> us tonight is podcaster, streamer, entertainment extraordinaire, violinist as well, I do believe, and recent convert. Oh, he's got it. Yeah. He's, well, got he the got S- violin. Yeah. He's got an S shaped violin. That's mm. really funky. I like that. Uh, it's Mr. Jamie Namath, ladies and gentlemen, please give him a big hand.
0: You're on your Twitch um, stream, you do run a teletech service, do not you?
2: Uh, yeah, I've yeah. experimented with it,
0: you know? Yeah. Tell us, tell us yeah. about it then, because it's something I really want to know. How does that work on Twitch? Do you um, do you just have to, I don't know, pipe it through somehow?
2: Well, no, I, I had grand ideas to make it into an actual overlay, but the Twitch rules don't quite let you do that. Or maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't know, maybe if we spoke to them nicely, they'd say yes. But uh, overlays are meant to be responsive to what you're doing on stream. So I think it'd be OK if I was doing tally text all the time. But the minute I stopped doing tally text, you'd have to turn the overlay off and it, it's it's a bit complicated. So I just mm. show it on the the Be Right Back screen but people mm. can type text commands and and actually, use the TeleTax TV live on the, on the stream in, in the Be Right Back screen. Oh, that's brilliant!
0: That's brilliant! That's yeah, that's, um, yeah, that, that's interesting. That, that's really interesting yeah. because it's. Um, I know you'd say you could use it on the Be Right Back. Um, does that We're mean that?
2: Soon and things,
0: yeah, yeah. So if you, so when you say that you can't use it for, as an overlay um, unless you're like directly talking about that, is that like is that like similar to playing online games as well? Uh, Like, you know, you've got to be playing the game. You can't just be sort of like showing it. It's got to be, I wonder if it's like a copyright thing that that's where you've got to be commenting on it all the time for it to be displayed.
2: I suppose I should clarify what I mean by overlay, shouldn't I? I, I mean, the actual overlay that Twitch, you know, that like you get plugins, what are they called extensions? You can, you can actually have like dynamic overlays that, that get put on in the Twitch window in the browser. Ah. That's what I mean, as opposed to just in case, because other people will be saying, what do you mean? Twitch have told us we're not allowed to use overlays. No, if I put it as a graphic on my stream,
1: mm-hmm. like
2: uh, what do they what do used to call it? When you burn in subtitles. If you, if you burn in the overlays, if it's part of your stream, that's fine. You can have anything you like on stream as long as it's, you know, as long as it obeys the rules. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the, the actual, you know, what's really cool is it lets you in Twitch design essentially a web page that goes over your page. So I could make a stream, I could make a a, a plugin for stream, an extension for stream, which is a fully interactive teletext browser. But then I couldn't use it on my stream because I'm not, unless I was doing teletext. And then it got even more complicated because I thought, well, then if you make it a public overlay, then everyone who uses it has got to be doing teletext when they use it. Mm, So if they've got it active, I could get into trouble. It's, yeah, too much too much information, but that's why I thought, don't do it like that, then just have it as a hmm. interactive feature that's part of the stream itself rather than...
0: Well, yeah, I think that's really interesting, yeah. isn't it, Dan, how we sort of like made, made an obsolete technology less obsolete on, on something that's quite current
2: now. Okay, that's good. The audio is muted. So you've got, like, a TV, and then if you do the... Obviously, you can't see this on the YouTube stream, but in the chat, I'm typing in... Exclamation mark text, I think. Yep, there we go. And then exclamation mark text 200, let's say. And then I made it so it slowly types the numbers in like you would on the remote, which is quite cool, isn't it? There's another page. Uh, Ah.
1: And then. Very magenta.
2: It is. It's the closest I could get to the, well, inverted commas, Brunt colors. I'm, I'm pretending at this, really, aren't I? um it's like with, with twitter sometimes I'll, I'll put or x x yeah. twitter Twixter. Twixter. um it's like I'll, I'll post things and it's like that that's such a a typical uh engage, engagement farming tweet but i'll do it because everybody else is doing it so I'll, <laughs> I'll just experiment see if it works or not and invariably it doesn't um but there we are uh what
1: have we got? We got I, I, as well. Most of all, oh, it's just gone off, but I, I loved how you wait you were at the bus station waiting for the six five three bus there. Was I? Yeah, there was a light in the background, a little pixel display that said six five three.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because that's the virtual background from a different angle. I realized now. Well, that, that's that excellent.
0: I really enjoyed looking at that actually. So that, um, we, you could put more or less any service on that, couldn't you? you providing you um, could uh, link all your commands up
1: to it. Mm. Well, yeah, I think it's possible. I, I think that's very good because I've always found that Twitch can be quite static at times, and there are not many things that are really worth it to spend your bits on, etc. Mm. And it's always cool to see something new like that like um I like the chaos control video game streams that people do where somebody mm-hmm. might play Mario for example and then someone will pay uh, some bits to um inject an enemy onto the screen th- via the Twitch chat now I I think this that's really cool so you can stop the speed runner from getting to the end of the game and I I really like this idea as well, to inject teletext in there, that people can interact with. So it's all about the interaction, I think. And that's really cool. And that's what I love about that.
2: It also just goes to show as well that uh, you know I've often said, sometimes the best ideas happen by accident, but also sometimes the best ideas happen because, well, you're either trying to be lazy, hear me out here, you're either trying to be lazy, you end up doing far more work than if you've just been lazy, or you're sort of trying to right it wrong. That sounds, I didn't mean that to sound such a big deal. I just mean somebody basically tuned into one of my streams and I come up with this fancy uh, fancy way of remote controlling it from the other room. So I thought, well, this is great. I can do my countdown. Uh, I'm, I'm eating my food at the moment, not right now, but I was at the time. I'm eating my food at the moment. If I need another five minutes, because food's going to be late and I'll just add five minutes on from the other room, and then come into the stream later. So I thought this worked really well, except that I started the countdown off and it was 10 minutes and food wasn't ready. So I added five minutes on and, and it was 15 minutes and then it was 20 minutes and then it was 25 minutes and then it was half hour. And then I was tired after food and it was really late and I had work the next day. So I just canceled the stream. And I thought it's okay, there was nobody watching anyway. And not, not a put down, I just mean, it, it. I started at an odd time, I didn't announce the stream, Nobody will have seen it. And then one of my good friends of the stream and and one of the mods said, Thanks for that half hour countdown to nothing. (laughs) So I'm like, oh damn, people were actually watching. So all right, Mm. well. So I thought of the TV Ah. partly, and it was a convergence of finding the teletext group and everything, but I thought this could be something that they could do Mm. in the in the countdown because it's, you know.
1: Mm.
2: Otherwise it is just a lot of nothing for people who tune in. So
1: I mean,
0: well, de- the devil makes work for idle fingers so mm. that'd be yeah. yeah that's perfect that's really good so how did you find the whole uh, chunky fringe experience in uh jamie
2: well i'm I'm glad i'm definitely glad i came it was a fixed point in my year uh, I'm, I'm more glad that i managed to do the drive but actually you know the drive wasn't so bad actually i've been building myself up for oh my god i've got to go into london and it's the furthest i've driven on my own ever actually um yeah, I've been driving for a few years, but you know, only mm. most people only drive small distances all the time, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I think the furthest I gone was Oxford, and that was years ago in a different car. So it's like new car, mm-hmm. um, new places. But actually, you know, it wasn't too bad, apart from the the intermittent bus lane in Slough, mm-hmm.
0: which is a
2: bit confusing. But all the other drivers knew what they were doing, so I just followed them.
0: Just follow them. That's it.
2: Yeah, and it, it, was, <laughs> it was it was pretty smooth getting there. Uh, mum mm-hmm. managed to mum came down with me so she's in some of the photos possibly i don't know um she uh, found us a place to stay in pinner itself which is where harrow art center is more or less it was we were still about 10 minutes away but mm-hmm. yeah so that so that it all it was very smooth until the day wasn't it mm-hmm. and then yeah yeah but, but we is- had lots of tea and coffee on hands so that was good
0: know yeah that yeah, no, was nice and uh i think a special mention, mention to uh david Wolford and his dad mm. because um without them the the whole chunky fringe just wouldn't have took place because uh well yeah. they, they 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 organized a lot of it so um hats off to them as well actually mm. and um and they yeah.
2: welcomed us when we got in uh, um yeah us down mm-hmm. we weren't frantic no we weren't as frantic i think that's it seeing seeing david buzzing around mm immediately calmed me down because I thought well there we are then that's
1: yeah no, <laughs> he's was... being
2: me for today we don't need another me <laughs> in a way in terms of paddock. yeah panic. yeah, um, but yeah it, all, it was really nice it was just I, I'd wanted to make it for a long time uh, I, you're gonna regret having me on now this is how I tell stories but it's like years ago I found the group or I found a page saying there'd been teletext meetups and I think the last one when I found the page the last one had been years ago so I honestly thought, ah, oh, dash! This would have been something I would have been really interested in, and I've missed it by a few years. It, you know, the moment's been and gone. So that's why it meant so much to finally make it. It wasn't just, oh, this is cool. This is a Teletext event. That would have been cool enough, but it was more that I thought I lost out on this opportunity forever because it looks like this group met up for a few years and then it all just stopped. And that was before the event. Now I'm talking about. Um you know, it's all it's all just stopped and oh well it's a moment in time never to be repeated is is sort of how it felt and so to hear it was coming back i think a couple of years ago uh i couldn't make it then because i was busy with other things so i was like right well i'm determined i'm gonna make it next time whenever that is however it is um wherever it is i'm I'm going to it so it was it was fixed it was i was determined it was hell-bent almost but uh Mm, yeah and then to get there and just actually be there so I thought, wow i'm here mm. the building was beautiful um yeah I was, I was sort of overwhelmed in all good ways but uh you know seeing mm. all the, the tvs around seeing the game boy camera um i missed out on seeing the game though we were talking about the game i i, mm. I did miss out on seeing that although yeah. no, i saw i saw it from a distance it looked like it was a lot of fun but now i'm seeing the descriptions from pizza about about uh what it was actually like it was just like dash i really would have liked to have played that actually like a lot mm. of fun
0: yeah no it was it was mm. re- really good it was really good and it was um yeah i mean the venue was beautiful mm. um it was like um it's like a compound really wasn't it so it sort of had a a boiler house there that became a lecture room and there's mm. loads of different breakout rooms for things there's an old theater uh which um Paul Rose used for the for the main mm. performance and uh we had two Suites there and um oh, there you go I can hear myself. <laughs> so yeah, but it was all, yeah it was all yeah it's all all um, yeah it was all, all good fun and um plenty of seat there for people and uh, we've managed to um fill up the boiler house on the Teddy Tech sofa club and also yeah. the um the, uh the the X Factor competition that, that uh, David wolford um organized as well it's the um what did he call it he called it
2: the um the 32x factor yeah
0: the 32x factor that was its first name before yeah. uh, before it got cancelled and had to come out as um <laughs> as, as, as as something else so it's um but it was really good and um yeah when, when you look back and you see the amount of um, organization and all that went into it it was um it was very satisfying to see. Um, mm. Yeah, it was it was good fun.
1: Yeah, I think David always does a good job with this sort of thing. And you say he was running around panicking. He never comes off as panicking. Oh
2: no, that's true. I shouldn't misrepresent him. Yeah.
1: No, well, no, I'm. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's he's. It's he, an he organized panic. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He always has it under wraps, which is more than I can say for myself when I was helping out in 2015 or 2016 uh i was knackered. i was knackered, man <laughs> running around like a a blue-bottomed fly <laughs> for the whole thing
0: mm. it certainly brought it all back from the last ones that we did i think was it back in 2016. yes um and that and it brought it all back really because it's probably the first time i've seen paul and uh sanya and violet berlin and all that and it was like it was it was like yesterday really uh when you know meet meeting them again and of course you have to be all like you know make a call back and go yeah yeah hi hi you know don't, no selfies or anything it's like yeah 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 see you every day you know <laughs> but it was it, it was it was it was really good and um it was a nice synergy in a way to 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 to, to meet up like that again because the you know the, the first time he kicks it all off it was at cambridge and it was another teletext chunky fringe for the one it was a block party then um but it was exactly the same sort of like setup where you had like uh you know us doing our our bits and bobs and doing panels and then um this experimental event in the evening that everybody came for and uh it was really good I'd I'd love to go back in time and watch that again actually because the, the the found footage was like from from that was just was was immense. I, I really did enjoy that a, a lot, and it was nice to see that again. Some elements of that again in his um, second uh, evening show. It was good.
1: Yeah. Well, um, uh, who of you, who among you, actually showed the first saw the first show about teletext, the digitized teletext years? Is it just you, Carl, or did you see it as well, Jamie?
2: no not, i, I not... was planning on going for the friday but it just mm. didn't work out and then i had to shoot off before the saturday one. so mm.
1: okay can you give us a bit of a rundown of the timeline on saturday then or chunky fringe itself yes guys. so um Both of you.
0: yeah so in the boiler house where jamie was um he was with nathan dane um uh, and they were they were all and 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 um ash was there as well so it was like uh uh and and cliff was there so it's like you had all this all these like um well for the one who words experts at the back doing all their own like separate element of things and it looked like an outside broadcast from the bbc um and then from that we
2: kept the illusion up. Wow. Yeah, yeah i
0: mean <laughs> there, there was a, like you know if, if anyone wanted to borrow a lead from someone you know mm. it was there amongst them somewhere which, mm. which was really good i was at the front and dan couldn't make it in person so i was at the front trying to get dan through on a on a on a um on, on a feed and in the end, I ended up just getting him on my iPhone and just plugging him into a um, a wireless speaker or a wired speaker, and that was the thing that worked in the end. I tried casting his um, face up through the projector, um, so we could get you know to, to 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 get his image in there, but that that didn't work. But we managed to get that going. Uh, so from that uh, one, that's where all the shows were taking place. So at twelve o'clock, it was the Tech Sofa Club live. And then at three o'clock it was the um britain's got the um x factor uh 32x factor um and then after in the other room you had the all all uh, which you've seen some pictures of you've got all the uh, live demo stuff where you had alistair jason uh peter kwan uh my super nintendo and a couple of other people there as well please don't shoot me for for forgetting your names I'm terrible at that sort of thing but that's where the tea and coffee was and um yeah so so that was going on as well and then the merch store was set up there as well so that's where everyone congregated to uh meet the stars as well so it it was a perfect synergy so that was the running order of of the day on a Saturday and then around about seven o'clock everyone was in the theatre piled in for the um for for the Digi Live part two yeah so, um... so
1: were you tired by the end of that that does sound like an awful lot
0: oh no I was buzzing I mean it was okay. I, w- I was going around because like um I was being interviewed well you know spoken um I was I was speaking to uh Chris um and speaking to a few other people as well as well as doing a couple of interviews and I was just buzzing it so like but I think it was because the adrenaline rush that I had from earlier on in the day um you know it was um it, it was nice really um to, to just to sit back and, and and watch the show uh but it was just uh it was surreal <laughs> i must admit i mean i found i found the show uh surreal i found it really enjoyable um and it brought back some uh, traumatic memories for me but when when i was up up there for one particular panel i think i had to sniff sonic's rings or something like that <laughs> for his first one um so yeah that 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 was uh nice and um you know the the musical which i won't go into too much uh was was quite funny but one of his um one of his crew had to dress up as a toilet
1: well i would have loved to to see that i can't wait for the dvd to see that Mm -hmm. the pictures that i've seen it all looked so crazy and it made me wish that i was there that the organization that goes into Biffo's shows is absolutely monumental. And it's weird because the, the props department, i.e. Biffo and Sanya, <laughs> do the most work because that's 99% of the budget. And 1% of the budget is hiring out the hall. So all the crazy masks in the pictures I've seen and the giant, the chimney stack of tube that Biffo <laughs> had on his head. What was going on there? How did he stand up? with something so tall it's like mm. bin face but yes <laughs> heavier but worse yeah he was uh he
0: was king of England that's that's what happened there he mm. uh became he became king of England uh while he was doing the show uh, a news flash came in that said a, a giant snowball coming and wiped out the whole royal family um and they traced back the whole family tree and found out that actually um Paul Rose was next in line to be uh, <laughs> King of England so um he came on and self-coronated himself and uh from that um paul gannon rumbled him and said no you you're this is just a ruse so we're now going to have to put you on trial for treason um and then after that it was paul didn't know what was going on because there was just a whole blank bit apparently from the script so he knew that he was going to be tried for treason. he was put up in the dock and then the rest of it was down to our friend super page 58 and he got a lot of people from his teletext past to make videos uh putting him on trial for his crimes against teletext <laughs> um and there was some really you know some everybody made a really good effort on it and um and uh, at the end there was one there by uh graham lovelace who was the the arch evil boss but the twist was he actually came out in defense of him um you know and and, and it was really moving and it was um it's been mentioned before by by um other people that you know to to, to actually just watch the reaction on paul's face while it was happening was an absolute mm-hmm. picture he just didn't know what was coming on so um yeah so, so so that was good and it was like people from like 30 years ago that he'd obviously hadn't contacted or hadn't been contactable. And they've already come out. There's a lovely cameo there from Dominic Diamond as well, which I won't spoil in case it's on a DVD at some point, but it was, um, it, it was, it was really good. It was, um, you know, it, it was, um, you know, I, I, loved it. It was really good.
2: It's made something that happened make a lot more sense actually, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, when I got there, I was frantically trying to set up. I knew that there was no way I could get everything set up in time. That's that's another story. But so, so, I, so I missed streaming your bit with the tech Sofa Club. I thought, right, OK, my next aim is to be ready in time for the 32X Factor. So I wanted to have a chance to do like a quick piece to camera, say about the event, say I'm here, sorry I'm a bit late, but we're live now. Of course, then the Internet went to pot, so that was, again, <laughs> the being of every streamer is bad internet and and I, I'd been warned the internet was patchy and for, and unfortunately it was very patchy, it was just like, but it was patchy in a weird way, it was like full speed for two minutes and then it just died. Whereas you wouldn't expect that for, with interference, but anyway, um, so I was like, right, I want to do this, and then and then mum said, should we go and get some food? I don't want to phrase that wrong, it wasn't like mum was saying I have to have food then or anything, or or I mean, she might like food. I was getting that hint but actually my stomach was growling so i was like do you know what i'm not going to say no but this is annoying i'm missing out on my chance to do a bit of a stream and and to do some more setup and, and get everything fixed and stuff that's not the thing that makes sense um i'm getting there so i'm like okay i'll, I'll go and get some food but the real reason was because Mehmet overheard one of the people who are involved in digitizer live saying this is the first chance we've had to meet to discuss blah, blah, blah. We weren't actually listening deliberately, but she'd overhear that they were kind of trying to have a secret meeting about a surprise. Mm. And I was just going, why did you pull me away though? I've missed my opportunity. And it's like, I, yes, I'm glad of the food. I'm glad to have food. Um, other supermarkets are available, but Morrison's fish and chips, mm. uh, or that particular Morrison's fish and chips, not that the others have been bad, but they enormous fish. Nice. I can't complain. Uh, uh, you know, so, really lovely food i was just like yeah but yeah i've missed out on my chance now and was just i I had to pull you away because it was kind of like they were trying to have a meeting and and i said yeah okay fair enough i suppose Mm. if i'd overheard then yeah yeah, i might have done the same but i was in my own world you know so yeah probably so that was nice that's what they were doing they were actually planning that i think
0: oh i think the finishing touches to it. Well, yeah because there was something in the second night as well which um i think yeah. he got his paul got his own back on everybody else because mm. he did a whole show and then left a bit blank for everybody else and just gave them the scripts <laughs> and they yeah. had to um, perform off of it and that was the uh, that that was good so it was like a nice bit of chaos there and that was um mm. he did a it was a musical about um the creator of um elite is it david
1: Brayburn.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's um he, he couldn't he couldn't go to the toilet. <laughs> um and he had constipation and the whole musical was about getting him to poo so he could finish the game for Acornsoft.
1: <laughs> and that was all made up on the spot?
0: No, that was something oh. that Paul had written but didn't share with anybody else. <laughs> so you had like Paul Gannon, Stuart Ashens, and uh, various other people the Ashforth and all that, and they just didn't know. Stuart
2: Ashen, Stuart Ashen,
0: yeah. Ashen, of course. <laughs> I li- I,
2: I've been listening to your podcast now.
0: Oh, Craig, there you go. There's a point <laughs> there to Jamie. Plug. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So it was yeah. They they didn't know what the hell was going on, and I did actually uh, speak to Stuart about that in in like in before we started recording and he said we just did not have a clue what he was doing he just said he just said in their scripts that this bit of script will follow <laughs> so i got to the bottom and i've gone what bit are we talking about now mm-hmm. and then he just, he comes out with a beret on and, and, a, and a loud halo goes right this is my bit now this is what you've all got to do and he just gave him the script and he just sat there from the side watching <laughs> so it's uh he's it's quite a, it's quite a sadist really isn't he but um it was really good it was really really uh really good
1: no i i do like that idea because it's everybody's first reaction he wants to get mm. them to laugh like David Braben needs a poo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but for now, we have another special guest who's on Ooh. top of the world tonight. Live from <laughs> the moon. He's shooting out <laughs> into space. Not the moon.
3: <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey. Hello, Jason. Hello. Hello. Wow. It's Jason
1: Robertson, the Teletext Archaeologist. Uh, And soon to be a doctor, is that right? Do you have any plans to become a doctor?
3: (laughs) Well, it's funny you should say that, but, you know, uh, yeah, in about seven years, hopefully. (laughs) Wonderful.
1: So does it take that long to learn everything about astrophysics to become a doctor?
3: (laughs) It's just, um, it's twice as long if you're doing it part-time.
1: Ah, right, I see. Mm -hmm. I have got
3: green on, I feel a bit left out. And, And you, Jamie, you've got purple on there, so it's...
0: Yeah, it's like Saint We've Patrick's Day, isn't it?
3: Yeah. We both got bite high, no limit T-shirts on.
0: Yes, it's oh, a bit, bit, bit corporate. sad.
3: Bite high, no sofa club. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: <I'm high. laughs>
3: very corporate. Like
1: mm. it? Yes, mm. we're following the uniform code tonight. Yes, on the Teletext Sofa Club. So, welcome to the show, Jason. Good to have you back. Uh, I was really saying earlier that the last time you were on, it was our most popular show to date. So people love you
3: that can't have been me
1: well after biffo i think you're pretty close to teletext royalty at this point you're next in line to the throne after biffo
3: well oh oh please (laughs) i've got onto more important business
0: oh are we going to do a taste test tonight we've got the fun to
3: yes is it cold its cold it's been in the fridge for two days
1: right so can we explain the the origin story of the fanta the orange in story of the orange fanta
3: very good dan I see what you did there mm. <laughs>
1: well um okay so
0: it's just basically that um dan doesn't really do orange so i've always goaded him with fanta and things like that and i did a teletext page in level 2.5 once, which I can't find anywhere actually. I've looked everywhere for it. I can't find it. Uh, but it was um just really just copying the uh the, the 1970s sideways Fanta logo with with the three um red cherries, which was really odd well, on my version. But um yeah, so that it was orange and that and that's why we do it. But um yeah, it's just that uh, I've, I've, re- I've got an attachment to Fanta now. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I, I speak to somebody to get them as a guest or something like that, I'll say, I'll buy you a Fanta because um, it's very rude to assume that people just um, drink beer and stuff like that. So you say, I'll get you a Fanta, you know, and and, and it seems to have stuck. Then um, I went to get my haircut and we got this new African market. And it had bottles of Coke and Fanta, uh, very exactly the same as the one that um, Jason's got there. Um, and I thought, I really want to give that a go, because I'm really into curious drinks, because I don't drink alcohol. So I'm into sort of like just having fun with all sorts of drinks. And um, I bought a bottle at home, and I'll tell you what, it's, it, Nigerian Fanta is just, um, it's the absolute best. It really is. <laughs> And that and that's and that is the story on, on the Fanta, really
3: i I, I thought you've been to nigeria or something and well stuck it in your suitcase
0: <laughs> it was it was funny because uh steve horsley um had only just recently come back from uganda and he said yeah that that that's how they have the Fanta out there you know there's no none of this um none of this eu sweetener business you know we're gonna just put real you know uh sugar and all that in it but the apparently the, the theory is that the uh then the, the natural stuff doesn't kill you as quick but um <laughs> you know we we'll, we shall see the jury is out
3: it's got no aspartame in it or aspartame why do you say it's aspartame. aspartame
0: well aspartame. yeah apparently it's a big thing um you know, um to 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 our audience outside the um eu and, and great britain you know it's uh, all our drinks now and our um they're they're all the sugar's been taken out of them really and uh our taste buds have soured a little bit i mean i've got iron brew tonight um jason oh is that
3: uh,
1: extra it looks well, so
0: no, nice no so yeah can you explain iron brew extra because this iron brew <laughs> is nice but it's not loaded with as much crap as iron brew extra which used to be the normal iron brew so i guess it's your coke and your coke classic scenario but um yeah, there's hardly any sugar in stuff now. So when you pick up this Nigerian bottle of Fanta, which is made with the old recipe, oh, that's delicious. it's delicious. It's like a satsuma crying at the end of your tongue.
3: Is that, I'm going to be crawling off the ceiling now. You have to, uh...
0: you got to read what's on the side of the bottle as well for <laughs> us.
3: It doesn't, it doesn't say anything on the side of the bottle. It's got, it doesn't tell you how many calories are in it or anything.
0: No, but it does give you some really good information though, doesn't it?
3: Well, it says it's made by the Coca, Coca-Cola company yeah 50 centilitres yeah and it's, it, saying, yeah, bottle and it's for, a bottle for beverage use only
0: that's what I was talking about so yeah <laughs> don't you don't put gasoline in that or two stroke
3: no oh no, I see no Molotov cocktails so.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah and that, that, that's what I was thinking yeah you can't can't turn that one into a Molotov cocktail
3: but I think yeah. uh, going back to uh to taunting Dan with orange I mean, the reason why <laughs> that is is because. Well, you know, teletext is a multicolour medium, isn't it? It's got many, many colours. The sum total of seven colours, I think. Is it seven plus black?
1: Yes.
0: Something None like of that. which
3: are orange. <laughs> so um, <yeah. laughs> he's drinking his orange iron beer there. And let's uh, try this um orange fanta. Level, level two yes. and a
1: half fanta, we level have to two say. And a half. Uh, right, please it, do uh, open it. it. Right, so it we're gonna have a live now. taste test, ladies and gentlemen. Finally,
2: I should have picked up a bottle and brought it with me, shouldn't I? And saved it for this moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I had a chance.
0: Yeah. I I was um, disappointed that I only bought the four bottles because
2: um... it would have stopped somebody else having one. That's true.
3: It smells of oranges. How about that impression? So I'm going to, I'm I'm going to have a bang of it. That's nice, isn't it? Isn't it? it's nice.
0: It is nice. It is nice.
3: What does um, it taste
0: of? Orange,
3: I hope. Taste of, of
0: 2.5. <laughs> pure, pure two and a half goodness. Mm.
3: mm. <clears throat> With a hint of um, 3.5. Yeah,
0: it's, that's, that's worth holding on to.
3: Yeah, that's nice that, is. You've it? revealed it. I did something else as well. I thought, um, I know you're giving up alcohol and everything, but I thought, as another test, I'd try it as a mixer. I'll go
0: for it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, what, what's in that there? Is that vodka? Vodka, yeah. Oh,
3: here we go. So let's
0: uh, you know, mm-hmm. so you see what
3: this is like. Cheers.
0: Cheers. It is Friday. What's, bottoms up. Mm-hmm. It's five o'clock somewhere.
3: Yeah. Uh, that tastes miss- like vodka and Fanta.
0: Vodka and Fanta. Excellent.
3: F- no surprises
0: F- there. F.Pound well, says me- the pure, sh- pure sugar sodas are the best. Not so super easy to find in the States. Most of them are high fructose corn syrup. So uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, w-
1: well, and guesser says you'll have to fly to Nigeria to get the five cents back on the empty bottle. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sure. you can't use it for anything else. It's just for beverages. Just for beverages. I'm
2: just imagining um, actually... a family doing an annual trip now with all, with like 400 bottles in the cargo hold just to... You know, we've got to go. Uh, can we go somewhere else this year? Nope. I, I think the shopkeeper,
0: the shopkeeper is just like puzzled that like I go in there and I buy like five bottles at a time when I'm walking mm. past, So just chuck them a ten pound note and just take, help yourself to five bottles, and uh, and and it's just quite surreal, uh, really. <laughs> so, oh. but you, you look on, um, you know, you look on the internet, they're selling crates of the stuff. It's like gold at the moment. So yeah, it's a quite quite a quite a commodity. But I think it's just really because we know we can't get it we can't get that sort of thing over here anymore so we're
3: anything isn't it it's unobtainium yes the want like uh, that prime from a few weeks ago
0: um mm, yeah
3: on prime didn't he wish to anywhere now what uh...
0: yeah I think one of my one of my son's mates will prime 15 pound a bottle or something like that online I don't know if that's the same stuff is it
3: Bad, it.
1: Mm, terrible terrible yeah, anyway,
3: anyway well, this isn't teddy text is it, it I? Not <laughs> well
1: prime. i was going to say the biggest surprise of all jason is that the nigerian fanta is 30 years old and that taste test was just like one of stuart ashen ashen's, ashen's, oh, right there, ashen's <laughs> is grammatically correct. Videos. yeah are you dead yet
3: that's it You all 30 years old ah. <laughs> 30
1: centiliters 50 centiliters well uh paul i'll have a look after this show to see if i can find your fans work i've possibly saved it on my computer somewhere or maybe it's somewhere in the teletext archives Mm. the offline the Ah. off-site teletext archives shall we say
0: well i might make it i might remake it anyway because it's all um it's all easy to do all easy to do
1: please do yeah you have to now because we're in the we're in the fentolution the the yes. way the fenta wave is being ridden across the country yes. um right so while we have jason here i have a question for him and it's about chunky fringe so what were your overall experiences of the event would you say
3: oh well do you know what um i think i rocked up about 10 o'clock and i didn't sit down all day it took me until about midday to get fully set up because i was just chatting. So, uh, you know, it's really nice to you know be down there and chatting to everybody and people just wandering in, having a chat and having a go of all the various Teletext exhibits that we've got on. Um, I mean, Alistair's Alex Gasser, always, you know, does a bang job, bang tidy job mm. of uh, bringing up his massive box of Raspberry Pis with about four Teletext channels on it, which is always great. Um, um, I'd brought a. I've been doing some work on subtitles just lately, and I brought with me a a space shuttle launch with Twitch satellite, which CFAX has done a sort of live screen uh, blog along with it. So um, I was able to sort of show the original original video that the teletext came from, as well as the teletext at the same time on a TV. So it was literally as though you're watching it at the time, you know. So normally you can play the video, you can press play. Or you know you can see the teletext later on, but you know you could interact with it as, as it was, and um, the CFAX was sort of like said like you know launch is going to be in five minutes and this is going to happen blah 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 blah. Then when it came to liftoff, the uh, it went into subtitle mode and the, the, all the commentary was in the little corner, so you could watch the, the shuttle launching still on the live TV. And uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was it's was pretty good. It was. Um, it seems a bit funny like you know to have a spectacle like the first space shuttle launch which was very spectacular a bit weird to have that as cfax because you know who wants to watch cfax of a blocky medium when you've got the most spectacular thing in the world going off just now but um it did it, it actually uh brought a lot to it there was a lot more detail that they weren't talking about on the um live program so it's you know it was good it was good stuff by cfax they were supposed to have, um there was a I got a recording of the landing as well, and it looked like it was supposed to be doing the same thing again. Um, because there's a, a link for it on the front page, you know, one nine one shuttle landed, blah, blah, So it went on there, but there was nothing running on it. It was just uh, it just cleared the screen. So I don't know if something had gone wrong or whether you just thought can't be bothered. I don't know. But um, yeah, so that was uh, yeah, that's what I brought with me. Mm. Then we went on to the uh Teletech Sofa Club which is where I got the uh, Fanta. <laughs> so you, you, we each got a little present for being on the sofa club and there. Very nice to get the old bottle of Fanta there.
0: <laughs> you yeah, it come and save my bacon because uh, the, the show had started at 12 <laughs> and um, my poor my poor final guests had to come up first. And um, I kept, I felt, um, you know, so they were, it worked out well in the end because of the um it was probably a really good running order actually when i've edited the uh audio back it, it works really well but it wasn't meant to work out that way um so my my the the um what's wrong with wolfie podcast uh team came up first and uh yeah then 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 you came up jason which was um which was uh, good, and it was just uh, everybody was just running a bit late. I think <laughs> twelve o'clock think was a bit early for everyone.
2: I was just laughing because I think I remember you saying on the mic because you were there, full professional mode, mm. even though things had gone wrong, but carried it through. And our next, or our first guest on the SciTech Soft Club is um, whoever it was going to be. Um, I'm forgetting names now, but then there was a long pause, <laughs> and then lots of people saying, "Shall we go and get so and so?" I think some yeah. people, some people were radioing. And then, and then, wasn't it David's dad popped in and said, "Oh yeah, he's he's hmm. he's still on the train."
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's still <laughs> he's on the about, train. About two minutes
2: he <laughs> was just there with the bike. <laughs> right. Okay. Then well that's it i'm a yep. new guest <laughs> yeah
0: no no it's was, it's was, it was hilarious but uh, mm. it all worked out well in the end, which was really good and it so was...
1: jason what was that like just jumping on just coming in and having to jump straight onto the sofa club did that throw you off did you still still have train lag
3: no 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 i came in the car the previous night oh, okay yeah, i was gonna um i was i was, I was, I was thinking of going to Paul's show on the Friday, but I didn't know if I could get there on time, so I didn't got a ticket. But in the event, I had to go around and fix some Teletext anyway, because um, uh, I, I, the previous night when I tried out all my gear, the, the display was all corrupt. And it's like, I've seen that before. That means I haven't put the parity bit back on. So um, there's like, a, there's like an error bit on each byte of Teletext. On each character of Teletext, there's an error bit. And it does a little check. The the receiver does a little check to see if the bit should be one or zero. And if it's wrong, it just won't display the character. So it was messing up all my Teletext display. So I had to spend the evening in the bar. It was such a hardship fixing (laughs) all these, uh, fixing this Teletext file. But um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, there it was. That's what I was doing with a pint of whatever that is. That was nice, that Menabraya. Hmm. I thought, Do you know what, it's like product placement, this is. It's like Fanta and he's got, it's Manabrea. He's like, does anybody want to send us a crate of it or something at some point? <laughs> but yeah, so, um, no, so I got there the, the night before, so it was it was quite uh, quite chill, really. I just rocked up at 10 o'clock and, um, like I said, I didn't get set up until I think I, I was set up and then um, David pulled me through to be on the sofa club. But it's like, you know, I knew I was going to be on, but um, by surprise, it's probably better, isn't it? Because you don't know what you're. Uh, you know, you've got no time to worry about it.
1: So, what were you actually doing at the time you were called in? Having a uh, pee?
3: I think I, I think I was. Uh, I think I was talking to Darren. I think it's yeah, about two hours talking to Darren on uh, on the morning. So that was yeah, it was very interesting, nicely Darren again. But um, yeah, problem, but I'll tell you what though. I was just expecting because last time when we when we did a sort of a panel, it was more. Uh, you know, we had a desk and some chairs and some and the folks sat in the front but I wasn't expecting like what was effectively a set because you like it actually had a sofa mm. and uh you know there was curtains and there was lighting if that was going on the budget's gone up
0: oh yeah so the the sofa was uh for all Dave's idea I, I brought the teletext inserters because they're for Nathan I'd been accumulating stuff to go to Northern Ireland so I thought well before I give it all to him I'll just um decorate the desk with it all and then um the overhead projector bit was uh, the backdrop that I that I've made um uh, on, a, on a on a projector so that that all worked yeah so there you go <laughs> so um you can see the the and the waters there and um yeah so the, the, that's all so all the inserters and all that actually went off to um Nathan uh but Peter took one as well um because there was one that, that that he he could do with and then he took he had the 40th birthday party mrg so i think that was that was good timing because he could um he could pimp that and i think i've seen a picture of that uh stacked up with all the other ones uh somewhere as well so already talking about next year though jason already talking about that it's um looks yes, we're like
3: all, yes we just, we're, we're all booked um well, but... do you know what i didn't want to I don't even want to mention it just yet just yeah. in case because it's over a year mm-hmm. and if we say when it is people turn up this year instead of the next
1: yeah
0: now we'll no. yeah announce it can next have an announcement
3: year. on national teletext day yes yeah. that would be good which we... is what
0: 23rd of september isn't it i don't can't remember now.
3: it's something like that isn't it 23rd or 24th 23rd i don't it? know it's not
0: like the queen's birthday i'm sure it's more than one
3: do you know what i can never remember when it is and i always have to look it up
0: 24th
3: i don't
1: know it'll come up in the chat in a minute
3: yeah i can never remember it's one of them things that won't stay in my head the date of i know september yeah
1: Yeah, it's something like that isn't it 20 something of september but because um we've had it on different days haven't we rusty russ has brought it back in more recent years and he's changed the date slightly each year um based around our streams and when he can host it. So it confuses things a bit, doesn't it? I think it's the 23rd. Yeah. Actual OG Teletext Day is the 23rd of Yeah,
3: it's the it 23rd because, well, they, they had National Teletext Days in, was it, 80, was it 83 or 81? They had National Teletext Day, which is like a whole sort of trade thing where the manufacturers of the sets had a big push on selling them I, you know leaflets and shops demos out etc. that sort of thing and there's a big push on tv so the tv companies were pushing teletext um, adverts and newspapers you know there's the works
0: so yeah when when we do eventually talk about the next event then we're going to have to like try and get fanta involved in some professional way
1: <laughs> yeah good idea actually yeah why don't <laughs> it needs to be Nigerian Fanta as mm. well Nigerian so, yeah yeah we yeah. we can get on the phone to the Nigerian arm of the Fanta Corporation Coca-Cola so
3: mm. they still have Teletext in Nigeria
1: did they ever have it in the first place oh, yeah. uh, they might have yes they might have mm. they've had it in lots of African countries mm. I've seen videos of it but I don't know how long for mm.
2: So maybe they did.
1: If you're watching this in Nigeria, let us know. We'll have you on the next show mm-hmm. and send us some Nigerian Fanta. <laughs> we'll make it the official drink of the show. Instead of Teletext Sofa Club in the background, we'll have Nigerian Fanta.
0: you think in another universe there's a Nigerian Teletext and they're drinking Iron Brew? Or they're, <laughs> or they're, going, they're going to check out this saccharine stuff that they're having to drink in in uh, in in, in you know, Northern Europe.
3: <laughs> hey, do you know what? When I was in, when I was in Scotland last, we um, found some um I foot 1901 or wherever it was, recipe iron brew. So they've uh, done a limited one of that. <clears> so I brought some of that home, but we've not had that yet. So Did it have where... any
1: illicit substances in like Coca-Cola used to have?
3: Well I hope I hope so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably fast. <Buckfast. laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> so I'll have to give that a go. But when we first we did the first um, block party, um, didn't we? Did we not nearly get sponsorship for that?
1: We did get sponsorship. We did get a sponsorship. We did get sponsorship. Open Broadcast Systems, who very kindly sponsored us, and they were mentioned on the podcasts, on all the episodes of the podcast that we put out, and um, I remember not everybody was happy with that, but they were great because they funded a lot of the main show of Biffo's main show. Oh, so that really? was cool.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. I think, um, sponsorships a bit of, them a, not, not a moot point as such, but yeah, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, a lot of people have come up to me and said, it's great how organic the teletech setup is, you know, where, uh, it's not monetized or corporate in any way at all, you know, and I think we were talking about this with super page 58 on, um, on, x the other day was the fact that um you know he said oh you know it's nice to you know nice bunch of people we all are and all that which which was you know which is very true um but i'm wondering if if it's because teletext was free at the point of you pressing the text button that it's not gone the same way perhaps as um as retro gaming you know that you know people get the ache very quickly when someone wants to monetize something on that you know quite rightly everyone's got a point of view but because it didn't cost us anything in the first place maybe we our mindset's slightly different i don't know
3: i think you know i mean the whole thing the teletext from the whole thing is just cheap and cheerful isn't it from the point of view of 2023 because you know every television has teletext in it still because it's got you know analog input but it's got teletext on it my main tv in the living room still has teletext mm-hmm. on um so that's that doesn't cost anything if you want to um equip a computer to recover teletext it's a re- you don't need a modern computer you just need a, in fact you need a really old one to get the cards for it mm. the cards themselves are about what 10 quid tops to, the, to capture the teletext uh vhs video recorders you can probably just pick them up to uh, recycle places for now and tapes similarly similarly so you could, you know, you can get and get recovering teletext for very little outlay at all. And even if you want to, if you want to make your own teletext, there are free online web editors now. I mean, there's edit tf, which is the uh, trailblazer and an original one, and uhista's um teletext editor on ZXNet, which is a lot, has a lot more features and is kept more up to date. So I mean those both of those are free. Um and if you want to Run teletext at home. You run your own teletext service or one of the more modern ones like Nathan's or TFAX. You can use a Raspberry Pi, and they are like what peanuts 30 quid, aren't they? Tops. Mm-hmm. And um, you can put teletext on that and have teletext put on your actual teletext TV, proper teletext, no worries. So it's, the whole thing from start to finish is uh, very cost effective. And um, you know, but when we're you know, the, the, uh, events themselves aren't expensive to put on. Um, I'll I'm, I'm say that I'm not sure how much, uh, the, uh, chunky fringe was, mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's the, uh, when we, when we do the next event at Cambridge, then that's going to be like just the price of the door entry in, into the museum. So, you know, you'll get to go around the museum at Cambridge for like, what is it, three and a half quid? Something mm-hmm. like that. It's not much. So you can go yeah. around and look at all the exhibits in the museum, then pop in and have a chat with us if you want. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, it's, it's just uh, cheap from start to finish.
0: You know, when you're in the computer museum, we were saying before you came online, Jason, it's sort of like you're, you got a slightly different audience i mean it was really interesting with the last audience that we had it was the it was like the first block party in a way because you knew that people were coming for a, a slightly different event but they were you know it was a captive audience but they they all quite liked it because there was a crossover with gaming and and retro computing as well um yeah so it's uh yeah but it'd be interesting we will have to have to wait and see
1: yeah we've talked about doing something like that in Manchester, where a few of us were going to meet up for more like a northern thing because we've not the only thing we've done in the north is the Wigan teletext mm. event, and um m- maybe we could even do Wigan again in the future when mm. I can get around to mm. organizing mm. stuff so yeah, mm. so there's a lot of options, and people can suggest things if they like if they if they have a venue that they're in with that will give us a room for free. Maybe mm-hmm. we could do like a hack meetup. Because I, I enjoyed that. I did enjoy that. The fact that we could sit down and do some teletext.
3: Mm.
1: Whereas it's a different focus. Whereas this was more of an event you go to and watch mm. and like a an expo, if you will. The one yeah, in Wigan. Of, yeah.
0: Yeah. A lot of people have explained it as an expo mm-hmm. actually. It's uh, like you know to people because uh, it, it's been interesting trying to explain the weekend concept to everybody because you're trying to when you're doing going on uh twitter and all that you're saying go to the chunky fringe and they're saying um well what is that being held differently to digi live and people some people thought it was just like loads of podcasters and broadcasters all meeting up and other people weren't even aware of the concept of digitizer although they knew paul rose so it was like it was reaching so many new different audiences and, and no one really knew, knew what it was, but the best description was an expo. That was, you know, so that was, uh, yeah, quite, quite a good coin of a term there, really.
1: I was just going to ask you, what did yourself, Jason and Nate, uh, Jamie think of that? Did Have you been to other expos in the past? And would you say that it was quite similar to those? Or would you? Is it all out there on its own as a separate thing?
2: Yeah, no, I, I think, because when we arrived as i say it was obviously from my perspective as i said longest drive i've ever done so it was just like and then beautiful buildings i went ah oh, i've made it here yeah, it's great uh got in like in in mission mode ready to set up and then we couldn't yet because the room wasn't open i'm trying not to make this sound like <laughs> it's like like complaints 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 no no it's not that it's just that gives you a sort of sense of calm because if you can't set up and it's like well, yeah, I've got no choice but to relax for half hour. So, okay, I'll relax for half hour and then give me a chance to actually look around and start, and then, as I say, I was getting overwhelmed in, in a good way, but, you, you know, you, you, you can see a whole room, but when you're in that panic mode, you don't see the whole room. I don't know if that makes sense. So it's like, then I can hear a voice. It's like, oh, that's a familiar voice from over there. It's like, All right, that's Alistair. Oh, right. Okay. That must be Carl. Right, Okay. That's um, and sort of in the room. And it's like, oh, there's TVs with teletext. Oh, that's cool i kind of expected that but i didn't see those before one oh, and, and game by camera and, and you know have a cup of tea and then it's like oh this yeah it it's kind of like yeah i, I guess it, it, and it was quite similar in size i don't know about expo i've been to some um some laser conferences i was going to say you've got two physicists in the chat actually I've been a bit stealthy about that but yeah um been to some laser physics conferences and that's a similar setup and some teaching conferences and they've just got a you know a long normal sized room with some tables around people showing off stuff and 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 you can go from one table to another and have something entirely different on every table and and mm. that's what was nice about it you know you had a huge mixture as i keep mentioning the game by camera but you had a bbc micro you had zx spectrum um and they were showing different forms of tally text, obviously got jason's with uh, with the tv which i because i flew past i didn't realize what it was at first mm-hmm. i think until i was looking at the twitter feed afterwards and i was in the boiler house then um I was like, oh, look, it looks interesting it's got the archive footage and the and and the tire attack side by side but i think somebody put c4 gambling on or something so mm. <laughs> then then the context was even less clear but um i just walked past at the wrong time and then you had um uh, yeah before stall was there but i didn't i i i, I think his guitarist came in and started playing some tunes. Mm. so but early in the morning while we were having a cup so it's like you know it was just great It was just like mm. we got to see that that sort of calm before the storm is not fair because i don't think it got to a storm it was just chilled out all day it was good mm. but uh but yeah jason i didn't get a chance to talk to you there because i think every time i came in you said you were on your feet all day every time i came in you know all in a good way every time yeah. i came in you were you were talking to people mm. I'd go out and I'd go, oh, I'll try and pop over in a second. Mm. No, I'd go back in like like half hour later. Mm. There's still people there. There's still people there. I think there was a constant stream. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was great. It was great
3: to see. I think the only time I sat down was on Carl's sofa, that
0: was it. That was David's sofa his dad had to pump up.
3: (laughs) <laughs> really yeah did that come from
1: is that from david's living room believe, sofa.
0: yeah 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 it's um it's all been packed back up he wants he's threatening to blow it back up again for next time so i can't uh,
2: believe it's so big
0: it was it was very mm. very very good and it supported grown mm. men it supported grown men mm. as, uh, as, as the pictures would attest but uh was yeah, this yeah.
3: an inflatable sofa? yes yeah, yeah. i mean, it's probably a lilo or something isn't it i think he was last seen over the bay of biscay
2: <laughs> but i didn't think they made them that big honestly it's like you know when he, when he said there was going to be an inflatable sofa so all the way through it's only at the end i was like oh wait that's an inflatable sofa well, that's all you, you,
0: you kept uh, trying it out. Yeah,
2: I, did, I did have a go, <laughs>
0: you can way back like that. Every time. It was a good one, oh, like the castle, yeah, yeah.
2: But then, yeah, maybe that's what it was. It, it um, then I interviewed Peter and um, we did a, a 14 minute interview in complete silence. Oh, yeah, not, not because we were both silent, because my mics didn't work so. Oh. So yeah, he'd set up um some laptops with you know showing how you could get the they were laptops from a skip skip, I think, didn't he say? Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. perfectly good for an entire text and, and then you said about the Raspberry Pis as well. I feel like my Raspberry Pi's finally uh finally got a use now because I, I, I was an early adopter. I got the first mm. Raspberry Pi starter kit. And you know, Raspberry Pis are brilliant. Mm. But I've all but in my particular case, I've tried to get it to be something, and it's never quite come off. I tried to get it to be a media centre; it's never worked. I tried to get it into a retro Pi; it sort of worked, but slowly, mm-hmm. uh, and it struggled because it's the Raspberry Pi One, mm-hmm. the, you know, the very first well, the, one, the Model um, B sort of one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now with teletext on it, it's like it's finally found its calling. Mm-hmm. It works perfectly. Well, I got yeah. it on my TV in the bedroom now, and I'm, 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 rekindling yeah. uh, me of ten, twenty years ago, just.
3: <clears throat> well, I think that's the thing with with chunky Fringe is that uh, it's like a, a single day event, isn't it? But when we when we do Cambridge, it's a two day event, mm. which is like it it like opens up a lot more, um, really in terms of because it's two days, it's worth bringing a lot more stuff down, and um, it does open the idea, does give you sort of opportunity to have things like uh, hackathons and things. So we should uh, we should definitely try try to do something like that, but we'll need mm. um, some sort of Subject for the hackathon, won't we? So, I have to have a think. Pirate teletext.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Trying, trying to get it over like, um like PMR uh radio <laughs> or something like that.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Was there ever pirate teletext? That's something, something that's never occurred to me until you said it.
1: I think so. Yeah,
2: technically. I
3: yeah, I think a live stream really, really makes a difference, doesn't it? To the to the chunky fringe. That was really that was brilliant.
0: Mm. Oh, yes, yes, it was. Yeah. And, and there was also, um, it was being beamed via UHF from the boiler mm. room to the other room, wasn't it, which I never realised? Yeah, yeah. So that was oh, uh... it,
1: was anybody out there in the audience for that? Did anybody catch some of that when they were sit, sitting in the man or standing in, in the boiler house?
0: I think there must have been i said i said no 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 one else can see us but then i realized that people could have been sitting down in the other room and actually watching mm. us from there
1: mm. yeah having the buses having the, the orange fanta in a sandwich <laughs> yeah that would have been nice wouldn't it teletrox sofa club live um
2: i'm told that they've got better internet in cambridge so yeah that's uh they'll let me hook into it with a cable because i think that's it because i said oh would it be possible to cable in and they said no And i thought immediately well but that's what, but I bought a fancy wi-fi stick that uh, worked in the garden i did a simulation i thought right two brick walls and i've got re- uh, really terrible speed with the the onboard wi-fi i plugged this in and it jumped like two thousand percent and i thought wow that's amazing so this is going to get through anything not Harrow Art Centre. They didn't it could it could not beat Harrow Art Center, unfortunately.
1: Well, speaking of Harrow Arts Center and the boiler House, etc., what what did you think of that as a venue? Was it nice?
3: Yeah, it was a nice size, isn't it? There was mm. plenty of plenty of room for us to start the get uh, the gate the kit up around the side. And um and yeah, plenty of room for people mm. to mill around in. It's a good size.
1: Yeah, so it accommodated the different events that were going on, so you could stand up and talk or sit down and watch the events. Was there like a fire? I remember seeing a picture of a fire mm. at, a, at a previous event. You could just loiter in.
2: Yeah, not really. It was just one big open space, wasn't it, by the boiler house, really? which is just... which one's the boiler house is that where the yeah. sofa club was or was that where mm. the... so we had the hatch end suite and the boiler house the boiler house was where the sofa club was and the hatch end had... suite was where the uh uh exhibits were
3: i like the boiler house it was quite cozy wasn't it mm.
0: Mm. no it was nice it was yeah.
3: nice yeah i'm talking we, about the hatch end which is a good size for setting the kit up mm. yeah. was no, it actually
1: know. hot because there was a boiler there <laughs>
0: there's a bloody big wash nest in the toilets was that yeah it's beautiful it's a lovely big one and then i showed that to alistair he goes call that big that's not big <laughs> he said that's just like a like a golf ball compared to a real wasp nest <laughs> which i think he's got somewhere but um yeah it was quite 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 interesting <laughs> so we were having a pin looking up getting wet feet
1: that's <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yeah anyway that's not teletextile so, um, is it Dan? So what, what quite- are we gonna what do you say <laughs>
1: 6 out of 10 for the wasp's nest 3 out of 10 for the wasp's nest in the Oh toilet. I
0: thought it was I thought it was high you know I thought it was 8 or 9 but um well yeah not 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 hmm. not in other people's eyes you know it's sort of like Oh well, um,
1: guesses say says he still has a wasp's nest in his loft and it's the size of a gym ball the bloke hmm. just gassed them or whatever but it's still there
0: apparently <laughs> so there you go there you go that's exactly what i was talking about i think it was i think i dragged alistair into the toilets with me and i know that sounds weird but i knew it was weird but it was it was just i said come and look at this alistair and then like (laughs) luckily enough there wasn't anybody else around there raising an eyebrow
1: (laughs) i was gonna say it probably had more of an audience than the sofa club itself so (laughs) speaking of which how one thing that we didn't get to well, I didn't get to experience that much because I joined via voice. Is mm. the size of the audience for the chunky fringe talks? So, how, how many people were there approximately? And did they enjoy it?
0: Right, I'm not qualified to answer this question because I didn't actually look up. You're getting a,
2: dazzled by the lights. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> as a, as a, also as a self-protection mechanism, I didn't actually want <laughs> to see. So, everybody else in the chat would probably be better qualified to answer that
2: so a good 30 people there
1: yeah yeah I'd
3: say about 30
0: yeah
1: yeah did it did it fill up as the afternoon went on and people were coming mm. and uh having some dinner or whatever and then going in there mm.
0: it was yeah so that bit I think because I sat down as an audience in the second one uh the second event the um Britain's got the 32X x 32x yeah. factor um that was full that was about uh, perhaps a couple more people in there but that's because they knew that Stuart Ashen would be there doing things as well so you know they they'd all all pulled in you know there's quite a draw there so that that was good and that was that was standing room only in fact, um, we well, we 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 organized Tammy um a chair because she was standing up so we, we organized her a chair so she could sit down. And Peter had to remain standing.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I remember at 2016, I think it was, the digitizer slash teletext block party thing that we did. The When Biffo was doing his talk for the uh, the teletext R podcast that we did, the, the room was, it was standing room only. Yeah. And a load of the guys from the actual show just came in and started heckling from the back like, Tim Moore um, and <laughs> I think we had um Violet Berlin was standing at the back and they, they were all just coming in and contributing to the thing but you couldn't hear what they were saying because they were right at the back of the room on the recording
2: yeah I must yeah. have walked past Violet Berlin. I, I could have walked past her 10 times and not even realized I only realized when I looked on social media afterwards so I was like what Violet Berlin was there what yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. that was again um I remember watching, although I've had to refresh my memory. There's, there's some episodes on the Internet Archive of, of Bad Influence, but I definitely remember watching. That That's what's also weird. I remember remembering watching. That's yes. what it almost feels like. And Teletext is a bit like that for me as well. It's like mm. there's certain memories, but it's more that I remember remembering going on mm. Teletext, it's, uh, which is both, you know, it's both, it both makes it more nostalgic and also slightly disturbing because it's like that means brain cells are, uh, have got to that point where they've killed themselves, rewritten themselves into another one uh, too yeah. many times, too many copies of copies, you know? <laughs>
0: mm, yeah. It's a, yeah. Make, make sure you realise how old you are as well. So a bit. Of a... Uh,
1: Peter said that the uh, Bowler House was packed out when Domino's did their delivery. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, funnily enough.
1: It's cool that you had pizza again, isn't it? Because mm. we did that the first time.
3: Yeah, I Mm. think David and his dad uh, got Pete's film, which is very nice.
1: It was a lot more organised, I think, from hearing what you guys are saying. It was much more organised than it was back then. We just did it off the hoof, on the the hoof. Just made it up Mm. as we went along. Oh, you're just finishing the Fanta there, (laughs) Jason. What's your your end of bottle summary? Very
3: Nice. Can recommend. Would buy again.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, we'll have to get some for the
3: show. Sorry, no, Jamie. So it would I would buy it again. I didn't buy, it, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, two pound fifty a bottle. So, Jamie, you were going to say something there. Sorry.
2: Was that no? I, I think Jason was going to say something, but all oh, right. Sorry.
1: Was I, it well? I, yeah, well
3: I, I'd, I'd better. I'd better get on my bike anyway.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, is there I, anything well, else that you wanted to say about the day or about the event while you're here?
3: Um. I don't think so. I think it was nice, just, you know, it was nice. It was chilled. You come down, hang mm. out, have a chat. So, um, you know, with that, when we uh, announce the next event, which is going to be Teletext 50, because mm. Teletext will be 50 years old on the uh, 23rd of September 2024. 20, so that'll be 50 years old. Um, that's why we have National Teletext Day on the twenty third of September because it's the anniversary of when CFAX started. So uh, that's going to be the next event, I think, unless something else happens in the meantime.
1: Uh, so, Jason, thank you very much for joining us on the Sofa Club again. Always great to have you on.
3: Um, it's always always a pleasure. Always nice to come to have a chat. But um, yeah, the big one next year, Teletext fifty. I you know, let's um, let's go all out and let's let's uh, make it a good one.
1: Yeah. Start thinking about it now, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Absolutely, yeah. yeah All right, chaps. Lovely to see you again. Lovely to speak to you. And I will see you again next time.
1: Cheers, Jason.
0: Cheers, Jason. You again. You. Right. I've got to call it a night, Dan. Okay, excellent. Well. Thank you, everybody, in the Discord and YouTube, for listening to my dulcets. And um, I really hope to uh catch up with you all soon really enjoyed it
2: fantastic hello
0: Jamie uh-huh. you can take over from me mate yeah I just can-
2: I, I snuck back in earlier I was trying to redraw the alien on
0: here all oh, right oh excellent well we're going to tag team Jamie because I'm <laughs> going to do one now and um thank you very much uh, co-host Dan Bora, <laughs> yes for for um yeah doing everything again and then uh, yeah we'll catch up with you soon.
1: Right. Well, we are actually going to go now. Thank you very much, everybody. (laughs) We're uh, we're
2: seeing that photo and getting into geek mode, aren't we? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to say next time, when are we going to be on? We're not sure. Just keep your eyes on the skies, on the skis. (laughs) We'll uh, we'll keep you updated on X and Discord and the usual places. I'll post it around and we'll let you know maybe next month because we've got to look at the Summer of Teletext artwork, haven't we? Next time. I'm nodding.
2: I don't know why I'm nodding, <laughs> but nodding in, in solidarity, rather than like, I've been nodding all the way through this. So it's like, I don't know anything about this. Why am I nodding? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, hopefully it's not become too technical for you tonight. Mm, uh, well, we like, like to have a good measure of, you know, casual stuff and technical stuff on this show. I think I bring the casual side of things though, because I'm not really a techie, but there we go. Thank You very much, Chunky Fringe. A great time was had by all, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Jamie.
0: Thanks again to our guests, uh, Jason Robertson and Jamie Nemeth. And um, as always, thanks to uh, Dan Farramond for presenting the uh, podcast and allowing me co- uh, to co host on it. This episode was presented by me, Cole, and Dan Faramond as ever if you want to show your support you can do so by either rating the podcast sharing it or liking it whatever you can do uh, there's a ko down there in the footnotes but i don't need to bang on about that um, and uh yeah thanks very much for listening uh there'll be more content on the way pretty soon and um until next time keep it blocky